Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me, and let's talk. Hi, Don. Hi, Don. Good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. How are you doing today? My name is Helen and this is Memorial Niger Girl. Dear creatives, I have something for you. Something good, something that you need, something that I need because I am here to learn. I'm not just your host, I'm also here to learn. So on today's episode, we'll be talking to one of my favorite film director. You know, it's gonna be a blast. So I have with me Abinibi. I know you know that. Abinibi is different from ability. Does that make sense? Yes. Abinibi is talent that is inborn. Abi? Kimopara? Okay, Kimopara. So, it's going to be a very, very good episode. I'm looking forward to this. Sit down. Whatever you're doing, just drop it. If you're listening, okay, you can just put your head plug and just listen away. If you're watching, don't. Don't touch that dial, just continue to watch. Yes, let's get into this podcast of the day or vlog of the day. Yes, I see. So I have with me James Abinibi Alabi. Right? How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. Everybody looks nice. Everybody. Do you know we got you? Do you know we got you? Do you know what he said? How is the creative industry? Oh well, people thriving, they are doing fine. Yeah. Uh, they are relentless, and um, it's getting better. The industry is getting more um, attention now, mm. so it's a good time to be in the creative industry. And the fact that many people don't know the face, they know the name. That's how do you a, feel about? How a, did you even manage? That's a good thing, I think. <laughs> well, I, so here's the thing. I, I tell so people have these people that know me closely have this uh, perception of me, of me being a celebrity, and I. Maybe let me just that I do not want to be a celebrity. And it's simple because um, I'm a creative by nature. I like the creative process and what I do. I don't like the attention from uh, trying to become. I don't want to live the life of a celebrity. Mm. I want to be able to go and eat Amala in my normal place. The day that I cannot afford Tinubu subsidy, I'll take Okada. <laughs> I'll take Okada. There's no pressure. But if you live the life of a celebrity, you are going to be trying to be. I'm going to try to catch up every time I'm trying to live a love life. So for me, I do not want this drama. I like just being creative. And uh, I think for, it's also part of why I've been able to create a brand without mm. the face. Yeah. Just know the brand and then know the good words that come from the brand. Mm. Because I, I was inspired by Labada. Ah, <laughs> look at that. Look at this man. Do you know where we met? Yeah. And um, the person we introduced, I said, oh, uh, this is Abilene. I was like, I know the name, but... I don't know the face. You you like the mystery kind of life. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just a, a private person in the mm. real sense. And then um, I only get comfortable with people that I'm close to, people that know me one on one. I don't want all those. Um, so it's not like mystery per se. I'm, I'm always working. Mm. That's the truth. I'm always, as in fact, it's a big issue for me. Like, I'm always working. The, if I, there's a project I'm doing, I kind of won't stand it there. So it's always about the work for me. And then I feel like. Um, I have limited time in a day. Mm. So let me use that time to create as much as I can. And I do a lot of things. So I enjoy the whole process of not being out there in people's faces and trying to, you know, show that this is me, this is me. See my work and be glad. That you, okay. that's, that's what I want. Talking about work, how did you get into the business? What business? Business <laughs> of being a creative, filmmaking. Oh, well, so um, I'll give you a quick story. I, a lot of people don't know this, but the first time I shot my, had my first uh, film-related production was in 2004. Okay. Yeah, and then I was already known as, I was already a bit known as Abini B, the graphic designer. So I was popular as a graphic designer because I was working with a lot of celebrities and I was really good at it. Like, really, really good, even if I say so myself. And so a lot of celebrities were coming, I did the album cover, did, did their website and the likes. But I was always telling my friends, even from my yesterday, that I want to go into filmmaking. That is where I see myself thriving and exploring this my ability to create and come up with ideas and stories. So 
what I did was I started learning mm-hmm. online, like I do with everything that I've studied. I, I find resources to learn and study online. So for me, I was preparing like, okay, whenever I have money, I will go to a film school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the plan. But so what I would do was I would just call my friend that sings like what there is a music video. I come up with a very nice idea. We will shoot it. I will edit, post it there. Until I think it was two thousand six. Can't remember exactly now that I met Kuna Funayo. Funny fact is that two weeks ago we were existed and it was yabbing me, throwing jabs a bit. That the first time he saw me, that I was acting like I was in love with him. <laughs> like it was not like I should give a boy again, yeah. <laughs> And the truth of the matter is, when I met him, yeah. he was fresh out of his film school. Oh. He had just come uh, come back from his film school that he went to study in London, New York Film Academy in London. I think he did a short course. So, I was supposed to do some design jobs for him on website. Then, when we started talking, when I met him, I just saw that this person has the same mindset as mine for filmmaking and how filmmaking can be done better in Nigeria and Africa at large. So that was a connection for me. Like, okay, you know what? This person is reasoning is on the line of where I would like to be. Mm. Big so it was a love at first sight for, for both of us. So I started working with him. Mm. A lot of the time I would do beyond what he was calling me to do. So I was just supposed to do graphics or website. I would do beyond that. And I was hanging around him a lot. So I was part of his journey. His journey was my own film school. Mm. <laughs> so that was how I got myself you know of course before him i'd work with other people but he was the closest person that i'd worked with that we were both uh, we both had similar mindset so everything that kunafala is doing now he has talked to me about it way back then mm. and you know for someone like him he's a visionary someone that believes nothing is impossible you get so i tap a lot of that inspiration from him also so my journey basically started with working around different people and then i met him and then of course we talk about film and then later I started shooting my own movies. But did you go back to film school though? No, 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 no. So here's the thing. I mentioned that I was already researching. Yeah. I had studied a lot about filmmaking, cinematography, production design, um, scripting, videos, online. Mm. Then there was this thing that my friends knew me for, which was a testament to my film journey. I used to buy original DVDs. I used to invest in Blu-rays and the likes. So those Blu-rays, they had like behind the scenes, director's cuts. Mm. You will see, so th- that was my film school. Mm. That was my film school. So, all I needed was practical experience mm. on a film set. Luckily, I met Kunde that was already coming to, to do something nice with that product. So, you know, it started from there for me. So, what they would teach me in film school, I've learned <laughs> online. Mm. It was just to get the practical experience, which, of course, while working with Kunde and the likes, yeah. I got all the experience. Do you consider him a mentor? Yes, he's my mentor. If you Ooh, you <laughs> said it. So truly, you're a He's my boy. <laughs> he will tell you this is my boy, but it's my mentor in filmmaking, especially the business side of filmmaking. Because mm. I mean, in creativity, nobody, nobody can mentor in creativity. Okay. Creativity is inborn. Yeah. And you must have your own ideas, yeah. your own approach, and everything to get in filmmaking. But Seeing him work, put productions together and everything has been inspiring and there's nothing that this man cannot achieve. Mm. In fact, sometimes I tell him he uses juju. <laughs> if he just tells you James Ayaja, if I chicken it and it happened. Mm. So yeah, he, he mentored me to tomorrow. Abinibi. But he's my boy. Abinibi. So your name your actual name is James Alabi. Yeah. How did you come up with that name? So um, oh, who came up with that name? It was myself. Um, first of all, um, everything I've done, like I said, is self-taught. Everything I've learned in my life is self-taught. And I realized that those things come easy to me. It doesn't mm. take time for me to pick up something and learn it and master it. Master. So that's where the Abinibi came from. Like, And then I was looking for, I was going to set up my company. I was looking for a business name. I had one fancy name back then that I just felt wasn't original enough. What was it? <laughs> it was called Creative Fix. It was something I was using while I was in university for my graphics company. So I was going to register my company and, you know, I just thought, ah, I need something that is indigenous. Even though I'm not a Yoruba boy, I grew up among the Yoruba. <laughs> Interview for that day. You see, you see what I'm talking about? Abinibi is so mysterious. You're not. So, Abinibi. <laughs> this man, where did you come from? Who are you? Nigerian. 
Okay. Nigeria, and I'm a Nigerian, and um, I'm a human being. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs> I, didn't know. I didn't know you were a human being. <laughs> okay. So you decided to use Abinivi. Abinivi Multimedia. Multimedia. Yeah, nice. Like of stuff. Mm. So, as a director, what is most as uh, what is the most um, important aspect for you? Is it the create? Is it the talent, the attitude, or assets? No, it's the, the talent is not enough. If you, I'm sorry, I'm sure you've heard that before. Mm. You can get the talent, but it's your attitude, your approach to work is the most important thing that will get you far. It's is the driving force behind behind your creativity and how far you will go. So, your attitude to work, your commitment. A, a lot of people get into this our business for the fame, for the paparazzi and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And you find out that they struggle. <clears throat> They struggle to you know be relevant and all that, but if your attitude to work is right, you get you really go far. And that is this goes also for actors because I tell them uh, all these young actors that they just I ask them is it that you want to be a star celebrity or you want to act? Mm. There are two different things. If you want to be a star, there are different roads to that market. Mm. If you want to be a celebrity, there are different roads. Do a set stage to be popular. Popularity is so cheap these it's days. I mean, um. but if you if you say you want to become an actor. That's some people's life that they are trying to come and you know also partake in. Don't disrespect it. Mm. You mm. get so that's my that's my own process anyway. Attitude is important to you. And access. Access well, access comes with um, your attitude. Mm. For instance, okay, let me give you another battery on that Kunafana's gist. Okay. And this is why attitude is very, very important. So I was supposed to do a design for him for his movie, his movie poster. And this was something that just got back from the UK and he had a lot of friends there. And he was like, ah, no, my movie poster, I'm going to take it to the UK. I was like, you know what, I have you met me? Have you met me? God, when? Have you met me? Like, I feel me working with her. And I was like, okay, hold on. Don't pay me for this job. Let me go and do a poster design for you. If you don't like it, don't pay me. But if you like it, you're going to pay me. And I said, okay, fine. And I went to work on a movie poster. I bought it. I loved it. Mm. Paid me. I had more access. <laughs> Attitude. But if I was desperate about making money, I was desperate about you know getting whatever I want from him. I would have lost that chance. It would have just been business as usual. Do mm. get? But I was able to prove myself beyond. And that's another thing. When people say they are looking for mentors and all this, don't go and ask your mentor to come and mentor you. Show yourself that you are men mentorable. Show yourself mm. that you are. You have value. You have value to exchange. I mean, so attitude, like mm. I said, is more important. In, in the business of filmmaking, how do you define success? It's okay, okay, this is good. So success is the two um, variants in filmmaking. Okay. First of all, if you make a movie that people like, mm. that is successful. That is success. Yeah, that's the end point of making a movie. Right. People watch your movie and they love it. They can see some of the things they have, that you've seen in your movie. They, are, they can relate to it. Right. The relatable elements in your story make them laugh, make them cry, make them remember memories. You are a successful filmmaker. But the packaging, mm. <laughs> that's the whole point of filmmaking. Yeah. The second one, however, is how uh, much impact your, your productions can now have. And that comes with grace, it comes with a lot of other elements. That one is not guaranteed instantly. Yeah, so that's another level of success. How much people read your work, how much um, recognition you get for it, which is not a must, but sometimes it adds to that success narrative. Yeah, so for me, the first group of success in the filmmaking is if people like your movie, they're a successful filmmaker. And the old um, box buster, is it box, box office? office? You know, that is like money. Yeah. You know, is it does it also help? Is it a success when you say, Oh, you know, like okay, maybe I am um, a director, I make a very good movie, but I, you know, think my movie is very good. Mm -hmm. And a few people listen or watch the movie and they say, oh, this is very good. But I didn't, I didn't make a lot of money from it. So would I consider myself or that movie, that project a success? Well, uh, like I said, it's relative. So for instance, now, if you have spent money to make a film, say you spent 10 naira to make a film and then um, you didn't make that 10 naira back, of course, that's not going to be success. Yeah. Okay, in my own case, when I made my first cinema movie, I didn't make the money that I used to make it. What was it like? Mentally, I didn't make the money back. And the reason was because the concept, the idea behind the movie wasn't 
uh, something that people were very used to at that then. So a lot of people didn't have the patience to watch it. But I didn't count that. If I was I, I was unhappy. Mm. I wasn't happy that I didn't make money. I was unhappy that people didn't get the idea. So That's that, a campaign. Do you get so the success part for me wasn't that I didn't make the money. Mm. If I had made a good movie that people loved and I didn't make money because maybe I probably didn't have enough budget my uh, money for budget and budget for marketing and all yeah. those things, I wouldn't feel bad. But I made a movie that people didn't get the idea. Most people didn't get the idea of what the film was all about. So then also, I mean, in the in the box office business, of course, the higher money you make, the more successful you are. Mm. <laughs> but those things come with a lot of elements that is not uh, put it and put down. No, no, no. There are so many factors that allow you to do that. First of all, the budget of your production, your story, your cast, your marketing, mm. your distributor, a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, for now, I've stopped making movies for cinemas anyway. Ah, thank you. We have streaming platforms now. Okay. <laughs> so, the, the truth of the matter is, um, cinema films still go to the cinema to work for me. It's a good experience. I love that. I mean, people should. There's nothing like watching a movie in the cinema, big screen, you know, the sound and ambience and everything. But for me, as a producer, because I produce too, I, the, the value that I get back from going to the movie, uh, taking my way to the cinema, it's not guaranteed. Mm. Yes. And there's a whole lot of stress that you have to go through. You get the marketing, the promotions, the lot. And if you do not have enough budget, even the budget is not guaranteed. The success. The success. So as a producer, you weigh your options and find out which one is really more um, better for you. At the end of the day, I would like for people to see my movies on the big screen, even oh five point one so on and everything. But at the end of the day, come on, Netflix now, people have movie theater. You'll be fine. I'll beg now. So, in this society that we we have found ourselves, you know, we're in, in a money worshipping society. Has money crowded value? Come again. You know, in our society where everybody is like, oh, I want to be in the um, box office. You mm -hmm. don't really care what sort of production you're putting oh, out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, somehow, you are using big faces, big names, without really writing a good script. Yeah, that's, that, that has been the case for the past five years mm. in our industry. People are just making um, movies for money. Mm. You know, there's this, there's this thing about Nigerians, this is our corporate attitude. If I find out that um, Helen is doing podcast and she's getting a lot of traction and a lot of, naturally, the Nigerian will be like, oh, she be me, uh, well, guys, let's go and do our own now. That's, that's Nigerian spirit. It's a good thing and it's a bad thing. Okay. So it's a good thing in the sense that it brings about competition. It brings about, you know, people can do checks and balance and say, okay, ah, this person does it better than this person. I prefer this person. So that's good, that's healthy. But when it's because I want to make more money, I want to try to run out of the market, that's bad. And that's what we are getting in our movie industry right now. A lot of people are just... In fact, I was going to make a post about it a few days back. If you check our movies, you find the same faces. Mm. So the same actors acting different roles, but it feels like it's the same role. Mm. Do you get? And these actors are being used by the same producers because they want to make money. They feel like those are people that people want to see. They call them cinema faces. Mm. So they will put the cinema faces, come up with a shitty story or average story. Do you get? And then a story we have seen uh -huh, before. Yeah. Before. And then of course spend heavily on marketing mm. because they know that they make their money back. And I blame. I don't blame them. They have nothing to uh, to be blamed for. It's the audience. When the audience start demanding, mm. when when when, the, when there's a shitty movie in the cinemas, and then no matter how much money was spent on the marketing, these people ignore it. Producers and directors will do better. Mm. But if you keep uh, patronizing those things, there is law of supply and demand now. <laughs> have you ever been to um, a premiere and you? Watched, uh, maybe somebody invited you to watch mm. the movie in your mind of mind. Which kind of movie? Ah, Seba, Seba, Seba. Seba, even if you go to the cinema, so I know you, you don't want to mention me. I can't. Why would I do that? But do you go back to What's my rubbish? May not be my rubbish for you now. Oh, there's a rubbish. rubbish. Do you go back to tell that to your friend that oh, you should have done this? So it depends on the relationship that. with the, pe the person. Most of my guys in the film industry do get. I think I'm usually in, included in the production process. 
before they even go to the production house, the manager. So I must have been able to suggest, and it's 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 not that I can enforce. I can only suggest. Mm. See, this thing about creativity is is relative. It's how you see things and how you want to express those things. So if I if I say someone that makes a movie that is not that good, I can if it's someone that I am close to, I can call them aside and say, ah, these are the clapses that I saw. In case of next time, watch out for these things. But if it's not someone that I'm cool with on that level, ah, congrats. Well you done. also do thumbs up on yeah, Instagram. Do you think making movies is beans? Yeah. The fact that the person made a movie, I like totally. No, no, for you. It's mm. not easy. Especially in Nigeria, it's not easy. Mm. How easy was it for you to do this in your podcast now? Exactly. So sometimes you empathize. Better mm. luck next time. Well done. Oh, okay. Encourage. But I mean, there's a lot of garbage in our industry now. There's a lot. And, and all, most of the lots are on Netflix. Well, Netflix is a streaming platform. Mm-hmm. And you can't expect that everybody that's watching Netflix is up there on a cerebral level. Like, so Netflix understands that. Netflix is trying to cater to different taste buds. Mm-hmm. If you like dumb movies, we have it. If you like intelligent movies, we have it. They I don't you think that is undermining the, the strength of Nollywood. No, no, no. If, for example, somebody is watching something that doesn't make sense, uh, I can I can give you some terrible movies that are not Nollywood movies on Netflix. Mm. That are Hollywood nonsense, like nonsense. Oshisko. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. We we take it personal because it's our industry and we are here. But trust me, there are a lot of terrible movies on Netflix mm. that you wonder like how, why. It should be on YouTube. YouTube. I mean, like I said, what is nonsense to you might not be nonsense to ten other people. And Netflix is a, is a smart streaming platform that wants to cater to a wide audience, a wide range of audience. If you want to say I want to do A and B class alone, they might not have to. A lot of our people will even suffer for that. Mm. You get so I mean it's fine. It's balanced. Come on, Podri. Do you get? Let's take a very quick break. When we come please. back, please. You say please. <laughs> when we come back, we talk. About more dear creatives. Hi, I still have with me Abilibi, the mysterious Abilibi, by the way, because I have to prove that one. I don't understand <laughs> what is happening here. So, <coughs> as someone who creates, you know, as a director, I'm sure there are times you probably do something, or you envisioned a script or a production. Then after you spend so much money. You know, going at you went ahead to do the production, then mm. you can see that many people do not like it. Have you, have you had that that <laughs> issue? Before? That's the story of my first film, <laughs> the one I mentioned earlier, mentally. So the idea about the movie was um, about someone that came to Lagos and had a terrible experience. But from the moment he landed in Lagos, everything else that happened for the next ninety percent of the time of the movie was in his imagination. Mm. Yes, and it was crazy. It was crazy stuff. So, um, of course, I mean, it's, it's a very good story. I'm very proud of it. But when I made that movie, a lot of people were not patient enough to even find out at the end that it was all in, in his imagination. Mm. So they, were, they didn't like it. They didn't get the idea. And then some people just still couldn't get the idea. Like, ah, it's imagination in me. Well, I think they, be, they could not piece it together. So I felt disappointed. I, felt, I was heartbroken. Like, ah. I really love this. In fact, I was already write, writing while I was when I was releasing the movie. I was already writing another one, not the same style, but you know, crazier than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I told somebody the title when I mentioned it to my one of my friends. I was like, really, that this is going to be there. And when I got the feedback from this person, I just said, no, I'm it's not doing that. this. I'm not going to do this. At least not now, because I mean, also I was also still trying to build a name for myself in the industry. Mm-hmm. Do you get so? And and then the cinema girls, they were very very vicious. They want to attack, they want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. If you come and give them a movie that will make them be racking their brain, trying to figure out things is that stressful, they won't enjoy it. Did the movie have was it like an happy ending? Yes, it was a good story. So he came to Lagos to uh, join his friend to hustle. He didn't know that the friend that he came to meet was a, a drug dealer, sells weed and all that stuff. That one convinced him to smoke weed and then a lot of things happened in his imagination from smoking weed for the first time. Mm. <laughs> Everything that was happening in that guy that took the lead for the first time was all in his imagination. imagination. At the end of the day, police picked up the friend, but he, he managed to escape. Mm. Very, very nice film, but Nollywood happened to me. Nollywood <laughs> 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 and Nigeria, would you say that? Nigeria happened to me. <laughs> Nollywood is big, but as it is now, 
um, we are now getting we are now getting recognition. You know, now we have movies here and there. What are the drawbacks? You know, for people in the business like yourself. Well, really, really, I want to say there is much drawbacks for now because it's a good time to be making movies in the industry now. Now that we have more platforms coming in, apart from the two major ones, Netflix and Amazon, there are other platforms already showing interest in the industry. Some are even where they are acquiring content. So, I would say for me, there is no. It's a good time to make movies now. It's a good time to show the world how creative we are, how our ingenuity, how how much stories. Mm. original stories that we have to tell to get so the drawback should be lack of creativity on our part or lack of ability to do what is going to match international standards and that should be our fault mm. <laughs> get. so there's really no drawback let's go for it. it's a good time but the money because i assume you have to create first you have to yeah, make yeah, the film first yeah. before you go and show them yeah. so what if after taking loans and all of that to make that film what if they reject it life is a risk Oh, no. Always guarantee that if you go out today, you come back home. You all pray for the best now. The same way, <laughs> the same way, the same way you will risk starting a business with the hope that people will like what you are selling. Mm -hmm. It's the same way we filmmakers go at it, like hopefully. So here's the thing with experience and um, um, the knowledge, and if you understand, you know what audience wants. Mm. I mean, is there some elements that you must consider that will make a good film? If you're a talented filmmaker and experienced one, you will know those things already, and those will be on your checklist mm. of what, what you want to make. You'll be so sure that no matter what, if I meet up with these elements that are on my checklist, people will love it. Okay. So there's a safe net. It doesn't guarantee that it will happen. Mm. It's like a safe net for you to just pass through, first of all, have a good story. People love good stories. Mm. Stories with human emotion, stories that relate to people love. And then I think what we've been doing mm. to ourselves is that we, we sometimes get too lazy to write different yeah. stories which was what i tried to do in my first movie i didn't come with the regular mama bomb boy boy meets girl i just came with the very uh, crazy approach to telling a story people are now embracing such mm -hmm. so we owe the audience we owe them that quality content so talking about quality content how do you what do you think producers directors what do you think they need to do to make uh, a good production so quality is a very big deal in the industry because sometimes on on social media you hear oh, i don't want to watch nigerian movies they are doing this they're doing that because the quality is not good this is not good what are, what are you good what do you think that should be done okay i mean i used to say this to my friends and colleagues like um in this present age now quality is no longer Something that you can show up with. Okay. It's standard. Mm. <laughs> it's except you are just ignorant. Okay. Do you get you can't tell me, ah, we show the movie in 4K, we use also like it's now common knowledge. You get so maybe people that are complaining about Nollywood's quality of content production, maybe they are referring to the old Nollywood. Okay. Now we have good cameras, we have good lenses and all those things. And it's not even enough about the equipment, it's about the people, the skills behind those equipment. And we have very fantastic DP, cinematographer, set designer. The quality is not a problem in Hollywood anymore. Mm. Stories, the quality of our stories is a big deal. But they are still using clothes to do pregnancies. <laughs> and people are still going, I like having that. to shave their head to be bald. I like that. So that's why I said ignorance. Because I know about um, SFS people yeah. that can... Um, on the last production that we did, we had a six-month pregnant um, scenario, six-month-old yeah. pregnant. And we bought the baby bump. For six months actually. Yeah. So except you are ignorant that it's, that's how you will say you want to use clothes or you don't know that it's possible to do this. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are really trying now. When it comes to SFS and makeup, they're making the first, Karina and the rest. I mean, they really try. There's they still have a long way to go also. Mm -hmm. Like still a long way to go, but we are stepping it up. So quality is not a problem. It's not a problem anymore. No. And our talents. Yes. The talent. Yes. <laughs> Why you say yes, yes, I want yes. to hear you. What's wrong with our talent? Mm -hmm. Are they talents? Are they talented? <laughs> our talents talented. Are they talented? Yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. So here's the thing. Uh, I'm a fan of um, performance when it comes to acting. Yeah. Do you get? And we have a very quick, uh, quite a few number of people that can actually give you good performances of actors. It's, it's, 
is so um, embarrassing that you can't um, get you get some fantastic stories and then you find that the actor that has been cast cannot deliver. Mm. So now, yes, that's that conversation of cinema phase or popular phase or what people, who people want to see, mm-hmm. do you get? And how they're going to deliver that job comes in place and uh, comes comes to play now. For instance, there's a particular actor who mentioned names that's it's top now. Okay. Do you get? But go and check the top movies that he's done. It's the same performance all through. And the, don't try to try and figure out what this person is. There are so many main actors there, don't worry. <laughs> but I know who I'm talking about. It's not it's not a sub to him. I'm just saying it's, a, it's, a, it's an industry problem. So yes, it's him because actors, don't forget this is their day job. Yeah. They have to work to earn, do all that stuff. So they will do anything you give them. Some actors have the luxury of turning down roles to say, you know, I've played this role before or I don't like. But I think also because our actors approach to this job also matters. They don't internalize characters, they, they just come and set, do, do the lines, get to costumes and deliver. And then you watch five of our movies or three. Mm. And you don't get any, wow, this guy really killed it. The kind of feeling. Because they just come with the same vibe that they used to do the last the film. The previous job. So yes, they are talented people. And then they are less talented people. But I think the person that has the most to do uh, are the directors. And we have a lot of lazy directors. Yes, quote me on that. Mm. <laughs> they have a lot of lazy and less, less, less talented directors. Maybe because they are cheaper. No, 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 no. If you know it, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. I'm, I'm talking about you know, if, if for example, the guy, the person you just mentioned, if mm. I have a relationship with him, it's easy for me to go to him to say, oh, please, can you just take this amount? They are actually expensive. Yeah. <laughs> they are start premium. <laughs> so we have someone like Gideon Okeke who, Gideon. yeah, constantly talked about what he would accept in Hollywood and what he would not accept. Mm. You know, how do you feel about that? And many people would say it's on on social media that oh, it's just ego. It's just no, no, no. It's, it's just not, this. It's, it's just not that. ego. It's not ego. I think self awareness is a very important thing for every person. Do you get? If you are aware of your value, the value you bring, you should be able to demand equal from an industry you are serving. However, before you can demand such value, you must also assess your industry and find out what and what is working. I'm a producer. I come to you. I tell you, guy, I want to put in my movie. You tell me, bring five million. I believe you. I beg you, don't know about it. Okay, because of you, bring four million. I pay you four million. There's no guarantee that I'll make that four million back. Mm. And you don't care. <laughs> As an actor. And when you make that money back, mm. more than that, do you give them something? So the question now comes to, did you take the risk in the production? I went to a bank to loan for money, get a loan for money to produce this thing. I'm bearing the risk. Mm. So if you want me to come back to you and say, you know what, kickbacks or whatever it is, whatever it's called, hey, come now, don't collect money from this movie now. Let's do percentage savings. <laughs> oh, you're making a face now. Because... Okay, let's talk about musicians, for example. When yeah. they sing, they also probably get paid for that. Yeah. And afterwards, mm-hmm. when the movie is, and if, um, the music the is, is out there and people love the song, they get certain percentage. So because the setup for the music industry is very, very unique. First of all, whoever invests in your music, your EP, is the owner of your content. Go and find out. <laughs> Go and find out. <laughs> you get, there's a, of course, there's a percentage that comes to the artist, maybe the talent. And in the case of the musicians, they're actually the ones working. Yeah. So is it easy to compose? Do you think it's easy to sing? Do you think it's easy to be able to face the crowd and perform every other day? It's not. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work mentally and physically. It's a lot of work. Of course, our actors also do a lot of work on their own part. But the actors is not the one bringing the story. The actor is not the one funding the production. It's just he's being paid for his service. So what? For someone like Gideon, what he has been asking for makes sense. But just that, I mean, we should, it should be a collective thought process to say, okay, how can we balance this thing so that the actor doesn't feel... Because, of course, sometimes an actor comes on set and is paid a, stip- a stipend, like out of Paddy Paddy, and the movie goes out to do well and make money way beyond even the initial investment, maybe times so, times so, that do get. And then some producers don't even look back and say, ah, guy, you helped me, you take. So I can understand the anger. Would you look back? I def- I've so done that several days. If, 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 for example, I'm in your movie now, I'll look back. Don't and worry. We are I'm already planning to look back on my last, on my new production, Miss <laughs> Pity. Just to be inside. And then I'm there, 
and you make 600 million for example so you're yeah. going to say helen just take this 40 million why should it but the truth of matter is people do it okay people do it um i mean i think uh what the part party two i can't remember i can't remember what from the production that they they invited the person from alibi or did it for his, his I, movie. I guess could I, I heard they did it for some of his crew members give them stuff of course see that's why in business the risk taker mm. is the person that needs to be rewarded the most let's be honest mm. if i don't invest do you get i won't make money and I have to go and look for that money to invest in the production. So you can't come and be fighting over that that you want. Mm -mm, you cannot. Except that there's a structure that's helping the investors to protect his investment. For instance, there's there's what they call Kaba in our industry. That if you're not part of a particular distribution company or you're part of your stuff, you may not break even with your movie when it goes to the cinema. How does that come in my favor? Do you get? Because I'm going to have to look for money to make this movie, produce it, uh, do post-production, market, and then I'll struggle to make the money back. And you're still telling me, Alaiwa, I didn't charge you well. So, and the good, the truth of the matter is people are charging good figures now in our industry, so there's no excuse for come up for come. Actors are charging proper, 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 proper money. I'm aware of it. I'm a producer. I pay. Mm. <laughs> I pay. And it's, our, it's the, the, the banks are helping, right? Well, I wouldn't know about that. I'm not. You <laughs> haven't gone there. <laughs> but I'm sure you know people who have probably gone. I know one or two people, yeah. But they are, they are, the process and the uh, politics behind it is crazy. Yeah. And some of us just don't want to go through all that drama. We rather just use our personal funds. When I say personal funds, calm down. <laughs> calm down. When I say personal funds, there's a limitation to where I can film, I can shoot at the production. Imagine me say personal fund and maybe what I'm able to raise is just five million era. <laughs> and then someone is willing to invest hundred million. You can't compare what we both do now. Mm. You must you must all follow the process to grow anyway. We get there. How do you deal with massaging egos of um, A-list actors? Okay, so that's that's a very good question, and that question is also a misconception. Yes. On set, actors are not celebrities, they are actors, they are workers. Okay. There's no ego to be massaged. But when they come late, you you tell them you question them for coming late. Okay. Yeah, they, they can't come late because they want to come late. They must have a solid reason for coming late, and it shouldn't be repeated. Yes, I've a few times I've had issues with actors that did that to my face, and I don't take it. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's nothing about ego. On a film set, you are working, so it means you are terrible at your job if you expect your ego to be massaged on set. Nothing like that. Given the production must do their own bit. Welfare, production uh, staff, and everybody must be on point. Right. The crew members, so that the actors doesn't come on set to waste his time or just find a guy that does. You guys don't have your shit together. That is important. But looking at actors as celebrities on set is a no, 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 no. I'll give an instance. It's a good question that you asked. I've worked with a lot of these sneakers. <laughs> you see the word of the video. <laughs> I've worked with a lot of Nick Card and I'm standing by it. And then I recently worked with a veteran, Tidi Mokimi. Mm. Now, Tidi has over 20 years or more Absolutely. in the industry. Do you know that when I worked with Tidi as a director and I produced the movie, the kind of vibes, the kind of professionalism I got from him was, was different mm. from what I've gotten from all these your popular young cats now that call themselves a list. He was always on set, on time. Right. He never complains. Like, it is unbelievable. He never complains. If you tell him, ah, bro, we have to do one more scene, no, because of that, he will tell you, say, act on our work. Let's, is that his slang? He say, act on our work. This might be around 11 p.m. Like, you guys are already tired. Like, and then you just feel like, okay, this needs to be done or, or we'll lose it. And he will tell you, let's go there. It's so professional. That you, you know that these people were trained. And then they are committed to the craft. Mm. That is the most important thing. They are committed to the craft. They love it. They see it as their life. And they respect processes. They don't look at the, the director being a young person. It doesn't matter if they worked with the director before. It doesn't matter if the director is popular. They will treat you with respect. Mm. Because on this film set, the director is your guy. Yeah, the director is the boss man. And it's set. So imagine a Chile Mokemi standing by, sir. Yes, because that's his job. Mm. So, I mean, 
This issue of actors ego is not existent to me. They are just a shitty person. This this time, this age, every time we say this person is a veteran, goats, legend. Yeah. We use these words very carelessly. Very, very carelessly. <laughs> who is really a veteran? Who is a goat? Who is I mean, who would you consider that? Okay, so here's the thing. Logically, mm. by mere definition, a legend is someone that's been around for a while, that's had experience mm -hmm. and has done very well in mm. that field. Right. Not necessarily done very well in terms of success, but people have seen their works yeah. several times and acknowledged it and said, okay, this person. And then they've come of age. Okay. Do you get that is what we call a legend? Someone that's been around, been doing this. Someone like Uncle Dide Kusoko. <laughs> Dide Kusoko is a proper legend. Yeah. When it comes to someone like Odu Jacobs, do you get Auntie Joker Silva, Shola Shobali, my very, very good mommy, Oba? Do you get those are, and I'm not saying this with age, I'm just yeah. saying in literal explanation, mm. these people have been around over the years, over the years, from old Nollywood to new Nollywood. And then we have people like Jim Chidimokimi, and then them, um, um, uh, Jim Mike. Yeah. Ramsey Noah, Genevieve. Genevieve, those are legends of the industry because at the time those people were working every day of their life in the industry mm -hmm. to feed an, an industry before social media came. Those are the legends. So anybody that's, these people didn't get it easier. Their fame didn't come overnight. They worked their asses off like they worked, 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 worked. You get, what makes them goats mm -hmm. is their personality. Yeah, <laughs> it's their personality, their charisma. Uh, R&B, for instance, is a goat of his kind. Mm. In his range, you can't find anybody to compare him with. That's what we would call a goat. Do mm. get leading mid in his sixties or how old is R&B now? That is a goat. And a veteran. Definitely a veteran. That's why I'm trying to separate the two. Veteran and goats are different. Yeah, <laughs> they are different. Veteran is your experience and then. Is how well you, how because I know some people they will do like two, three movies and they will say, Oh, veteran. Only one play. None of your 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 people present top in this now can call themselves veterans. They can't. How? There are so many people I've seen it. How? I'll, Why? I'll, I'll send it to you. Please send it to me. Mm. Are they high? I've seen so many veterans. <laughs> Social media cloud age, what is the most ridiculous thing that you've been advised to do just to push your project? So, I just know that to ask, I just know how to ask the right questions. There's this thing about kissing in our industry. You said something about me having a, a name mm. bigger than my face. Yeah. And a lot of people tell me, ah, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. And those things usually involve us kissing around people, trying to be seen, trying to be heard. Trying to you know show that I'm good. No, 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 no. For someone like me, I can't do that. So you've never done anything. I have never. I don't know. And you've never been advised to do anything. That's what I'm telling you. That people have mentioned it. That I need to. Ah, this person. You having this person now? Call him up now, or take a picture with him, mm. or her. I don't. First of all, <laughs> I can't survive it. I can't. As in, I, I, I know people that do it, and they are doing very well. Mm -hmm. You would think they've been around for so long. You would think they are so good. You would think that this when you see their jobs, look like how too much now. The hype and the mm. <laughs> the talent is not showing. <laughs> I have friends like that industry also, but I mean, whatever works for everybody is fine. Mm. I'm not here to uh, disrespect anybody's process, but for me, new asking is not my thing, and I cannot do it. Mm. If you are my friend, in fact, people make I tell people you mistake these things a lot. For someone like me that have a lot, a lot of celebrity friends. A lot of them are actually my friend, friend. <laughs> like, actually my friend, friend. We have actual relationships. We have actual relationships, like, outside work. Right. Do you get? So, you can't, yeah, but you won't see me taking selfies around them or posting that money now with them, except it's randomly that happens, that it happens. Do you get? And then, I don't consider myself celebrities of their status. Celebrities of their status. No, 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 no. They are the celebrities. I'm a creative. Mm. And it's, it's, if you find that a lot of these celebrities there, they like, Meeting people that are really talented. They like being close to them, they like picking their brains, they like you know, sharing knowledge. Do you get a lot of people that surround these celebrities are surrounded by yes men. Mm. And 
These celebrities don't have a choice but to kill them around. But when they come around, people dance. Who actually telling them? Do you understand? They will really didn't want to keep you around. My brother, a popular celebrity friend of mine, first time I met him, physically, I've been talking and everything. We had just done a video like a month ago. And I just told me, ah, man, this is your video suck, man. <laughs> it sucks. And guess what? He was shocked and excited at the same time. Shocked that, ah, to yourself, notice. And he was excited that I could tell him. I told him, man, this song is very nice, but this video don't do justice. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a song. It wasn't a shade. It wasn't a shade. It was just what it was. He said, and he said he knew, but people around him did not mention it. He just kept quiet because they said maybe he was overthinking this thing. So, I mean, it's more of a perception of your value as a person anyway. But ask the same for me, for the work. We have a few more questions. Really? Yes. So yes, relax. Sir. Relax. I'm waiting to like this. See, I'm sitting like this, taking over to the camera. <laughs> What is the level of cooperation between the new and the old um, people in that creative industry? Oh, well, I mean... You know, because now we have social media and years ago, decades ago, there is no social media. Do you think the old schools... Because the new schools are making a lot of money. Are they? <laughs> are they not? <laughs> Who are the new schools? What do you mean by they are making a lot of money? They are making money, endorsements, this uh, and that. Okay, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's why I, I agree I, to it now. Okay. You like people who this game. Any any likes people. She likes the tea. She wants to get the tea. Well, I just want to know. Oh well, I mean, um so here's the thing about social media. Um I tell people you need to find what works for you. Mm. Do that. You cannot say don't social media. It's a, it's a tool, it's part of our lives. It's just like saying I don't use phones. <laughs> Yes, you can actually do without phones. You could send letters and you know send people messages to pass right. over, complicate. But it's a tool that has come with our existence. We are evolving every time, and we are so social media is a tool that is important. But you don't have to use every social media platform. Mm. So as an for older and newer people, I think the the accessibility for it, uh, for those people is not a problem. The newer people like them, Joshua Bali, for instance, now you find them on social media. I was with Sarasho Bali a few days ago. She was posting okay. stuff. I even shot a video for her to post. And she, you find her responding to her messages by herself. Do yeah. you get? And she, she has a lot of younger actors that follow her, that she replies, that comments, that post about her, that she replies. She was responding to one in my presence. One, one person was talking about her. And she responded. I saw that. So I feel there's no, except you have a personal ego problem, then there is not. People, it's time for collaboration. And weighing their successes. Yeah. Because well, we have like Yagbom a few days ago. Who's that? One actor, Yoruba actor, okay. a few days ago, somebody got out of the car. You know, okay. So she has been in the industry since then. So yes, the honest to God's truth, those people from the olden days are really not uh, making that much money compared to what the newer ones are making. Mm -hmm. But majority of the people that are claiming that they are making in the newer ones, they are also lying. We know the people that are actually making the money. They are getting the money. We know where they are making. Do you get? We know. We know. An actor that is working and getting the endorsement and getting those, we know what they are getting. And an actor that is just living off the fame, mm -hmm. we know. Whoever works for everybody is fine. They are not judging. Do you get? But the old ones too, they are still doing very fine too. Imagine someone like Two Face still getting an endorsement from a brand, a, a payment platform. I just saw recently. Mm -hmm. That's kind of longevity. That's that, that's what we call it. Goat. <laughs> it's a veteran, it's a legend, yeah. but it's actually a good because mm. it's his colleagues from way back then, where are they now? Mm. So all these are people getting money, let's pay for them to be able to get to that level. Afinidi? Yes. Do you call yourself a self a satisfied filmmaker? No, not yet. Why not? I have stories to tell. With about. All this No no no, these are uh, these are the uh, old ones, these are the new old ones. ones. Hey, so exactly. I'm mm. not satisfied yet. I've not even I, I still feel like my career is there to kick off as a filmmaker. So you're still very hungry? Very. Very. I, I badly want to tell some stories. I badly want to prove to people that I'm actually having a bit. Because mm. I'm not doing this to impress people. I know what I carry. I know what I have inside me. I really, really feel like I, I need a lot of um, platforms to showcase these skills. And I'm happy that those platforms are beginning to come up. But I'm still very, 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 very hungry. I said, but I mean, thank you for that question. But me now. 
So let me do this. So so later you will not be like, oh, you didn't that's, tell me about that's this. That's a this part. Yes. Are you? Would you consider putting me on one of these projects? Are you an actor? <laughs> <laughs> so ask for an advice first before asking me to go to the movie. So advice for it. <laughs> that's what you should, that's what you should get from me. That's access. Hmm. Don't tell me to put me in my movie. No more. Ask that, me hey, how can you be a good actor? What is your and I'll tell I'm you. And I'll you tell you. Come for consultation. So is that advice a creative? Okay, well, I mean, for creatives, our advice is focus on being a creative. Right. Focus on. I have some very very talented guys in the industry that I'm admired what they do. Right. Do you get? I really really admire that. Okay, yes, this is how it should be. I also have some guys that are just kind of just my like a little bit of a We really can't tell if you look at those things. I mean, it is important that your talent speaks for you. Right. It is important that people know that you actually are talented or you are good at this thing. And the only way to go about it is to keep developing yourself. Right. I learn every day. I learn like every day. I'm learning new things. I'm trying to get more knowledge. Okay. And I'm still nowhere where I want to be. Do you understand? I still tell myself like, ah, I still never start building this one. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a process. So creative generation should focus on developing themselves, getting out there. Mm. Also, it's not enough to just show that you are creative. You want to be able to push your content out there. Okay. I know very talented people that people don't know. Lucky for me, people know my name, which is not a yeah. bad thing. But some people, they don't even know their names at all. And they are good at what they do. Mm. So it's important that you use social media to your advantage. Very, very important. Take advantage of it. Post your works, networks. As an actor, go for training. There are a lot of platforms that are training actors now. They don't need to go for anywhere to go and play anybody. Go on YouTube, you'll see it there. There are lots of videos. And then go for festivals. Go and watch movies. Interact. You meet people. Ask questions and network. Is a... We have it good now. We right. have it good. Okay, anyway, guys, Abinibi just promised me that he's going to put me on one of his projects. How did that relate? <laughs> I thought we were great. Anyway, that is what is going to happen. Because you are going to, I mean, Abinibi would act a lot. And I feel like you can act, though. Ah, I feel it because. Only I'm watching. You put the camera in camera your face before so, we verify that. I'm trying to not ask about personal life. But There's no personal life. Oh, it's fine. Very fine. Oh, Family is fine. Jesus. Thank you. This is it. Thank you very much for being a guest on the show today. Thank you for having me, Ellen. Yeah. You got me to talk beyond my normal limits, but it's fine. We now you. It. We love it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, memo of a Niger girl. That is it on today's episode with Abini B, James Alabi, Mr. James Alabi, <laughs> not the Abini B. Young boy, young boy, young boy. Young boy who is a creative, who is a veteran. Who is, um, what's the other one? Goat. A goat. Yes. Not the man, but the actual goat. So, my name is Helen. Dear creative, this is for everyone. You would learn so many things on this episode. Uh, Memo of Girl is available on all podcast platforms and also on YouTube. Like, share, tell a friend to tell a friend, share, like, and everything. Helen love.23 helen.mwang yes please follow like share and everything i'll see you next week bye i am a nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone and that person is a friend of another in nigeria everybody knows somebody my diary my friend's discussion my acquaintances conversation all on this table follow me and let's talk